bringing George Milling Stanley in this morning to help us talk commodities, shift the focus from energies to metals. George is the chief gold strategist at State Street, Street Global Advisors. George, great to have you with us. Welcome back. And we were just looking at crude up above 80, a perfect example how markets have been hypersensitive, headline driven. Is this what it looks like when the Fed nears the terminal rate and the fine tuning of that, uh, you know, initiative that they've been, uh, you know, really kind of focused on trying to drive inflation down comes into play and all that speculation ultimately that it sparks. I think this is what uh, this is what things look like when people believe when the markets believe that the Fed is getting close to the to the terminal rate. I'm really not sure. I don't know where the terminal rate's going to be. I don't think Jerome Powell knows where it's going to be either. It was interesting in your conversation with Kevin earlier, uh, seeing that the VIX was up, that crude is up, that uh, that the advanced indicators of inflation before next uh, next Tuesday's CPI report. Um, everything seems to be just inching up. Um, I'm not even sure you need me today. You can probably figure <laughs> out what uh, what I would be going to say about gold just on the basis of what you've already talked about, Ben. Well, I, I do need you, and we, we want to get your thoughts on this because things have changed since we last had you on to begin the year, George. And uh, you were very optimistic about gold's performance in the new year. Some of the headwinds we saw in the year uh, last year that kept gold in check, as you put it, had diminished. You still feel that? We even after the strong jobs report and the dollar kind of inching its way back up to this 103 handle? I think all we've seen so far this year is basically nervous market, nervous nervousness in gold, but nervousness in everything else as well. People are still trying to parse exactly what Mr. Powell is going to do when he doesn't know himself what he's going to do. Mm. He's said all along the Fed's going to be data driven. We don't yet have enough data to make uh, to make any determinations. One of the things he has said, though, and I think this came out loud and clear the last time they had uh, the press conference. One of the things he did say was that it will not be appropriate to lower rates this, this year. year. Yeah. Um, and he's repeated that on a number of occasions too. the market for a while. There didn't seem to be paying any attention to that. But now I think with these inflation numbers um, indicating probably a um, you know possibly a pickup or certainly no greater improvement in the inflation figure coming out next week, then I think markets are starting to get a little more nervous. I would expect gold prices to benefit from that nervousness. Um, last week was you know a bit of a shocker with the price coming down quite considerably. But then you look around and everything else was was in disarray too. It's not unusual for gold to be in disarray for a while, hmm. but that uncertainty is going to hurt other markets, and I think eventually it's going to help gold. And I'm still as optimistic as I was last time we spoke, Ben. You know, George, I like that, and that nervousness kind of ties into what I was talking about as I brought you in, that sort of headline uh, hypersensitivity that we've seen in terms of markets. And we get these swings, these intraday moves that create opportunity on the short term, the more granular, but very little in terms of follow through one way or the other. I mean, when you look at the S&Ps, basically range bound since May, 43 down to 35. And yeah, we're kind of working our way towards the upper extreme of that range, but very little conviction in this market as of right now, just kind of trying to digest the information and sort of look for more clues, it seems like. I would say it's actually healthy. There's a, there's very little conviction in the S&P. One of the problems last year, I think, for hmm. gold, one of the headwinds, 
was this this deep conviction that the S&P was just going to keep going up yeah. forever. Um, you've been in markets long enough, so have I. To, we know that nothing goes up forever. Um, we all remember 2008 when everybody was absolutely convinced that house prices were going to keep going up, equity prices were going to keep going up, and interest rates were never going to go up. Um, all of those things turned out to be wrong. I have a horrible feeling that the conviction that the investors in the S&P 500 shows last year uh, is not going to be repeated this year. That, again, I think is going to be positive for, for, for my subject, for gold. You know, I like that in terms of uh, nervousness. Obviously, uh, one of the factors here was we're uh, talking about this, but uh, something to keep an eye on if we can uh, watch this play out here. But, George, I wanted to talk a little bit more about how uh, you're not very confident about demand, right? Last time we talked again, we were talking about how Powell, uh, well, if necessary, is willing to drive the economy into a recession, drive inflation down to that 2% level. I'd imagine your view hasn't changed much. His message hasn't changed much. No, I think that he's been pretty consistent on his message. I think what has changed is that the market believed what he was saying for most of last year. Um, this year, the whole um, you know the whole pivot notion. Um, I think you said it last time we were on that that uh, you know that pivot is this year's is this year's transitory. Um, the market, if if they start to lose confidence in. Um, being able to follow what Mr. Powell is telling them, then I think that they're going to get ahead of themselves. Hmm. Uh, and I think that, frankly, the equities were getting ahead of themselves last year, and I think they're probably going to do the same again this year. Um, the least persuasive part of what Mr. Powell was saying recently uh, and what he has been saying um, is when he talks about the possibility of getting inflation back down to 2% on the personal consumption expenditure measure that the Fed prefers. He thinks it is possible to get inflation down to that target by the end of the year without a serious economic downturn and without a significant uptick in unemployment. I wasn't convinced by what he said then. Um, looking at the, the press conference, I'm not even certain that he was absolutely convinced by what he said. So I think he's trying... Um, to do his best to guide the markets. Um, and the smart thing for him to be doing is to keep saying what he's been saying all along, which is that he and the Fed will do whatever is necessary to bring prices into check um, after being frightened by that 40-year high and being taken by surprise by that 40-year high. So if anything, they're likely to go too far and for too long, keep interest rates high for too long and keep raising interest rates um, for too long. The market's already shifted its expectation um, from one rate, one uh, hike this year and then cuts later in the year. They're now looking at two hikes this year and the possibility and the market's perception, the possibility of, a, of rate cuts is diminishing rapidly. That I think is, is they're starting to believe Mr. Powell. Um, we, are, we have inflation with us. We're going to have inflation with us for some time. That means we're going to have rate hikes for some time and high rates for a lot longer than most people suspect of the way the markets are behaving at the moment, they're starting to believe Mr. Powell again. I think that's the smart thing to do. I believe that, uh, that he's a sincere man. He's doing the best that he can to tackle a very, very serious problem. We don't want inflation uh, expectations to get embedded in the market. I'm afraid they may already be beginning to do that. 
It sounds like your message here is not only one of nervousness, but also one of a sense of realism that the market's uh, uh, been faced with as of recent here. Uh, George, you probably know where I'm headed next in terms of some of these industrial metals, uh, silver, copper, obviously, uh, Powell, and the message that you just communicated in terms of his intentions and his uh, willingness, ultimately. I mean, uh, it seems you're not very confident in terms of the ability for uh, a price to recover there as a result in terms of the demand destruction that could create. You've been listening to what I say, Ben. I, I, I appreciate that. Look, um, I think that we are probably going to go into recession at some point this year. How deep it will be and how long it will go on, nobody has an, any idea at this point. But I think that, that, that recession is probably inevitable at this point, especially given the way Mr. Powell is sticking to his guns, sticking to the line that he's been taking. If that's the case, then all of the industrial metals are going to be hurt. We just don't know how badly they'll be hurt because we can't predict how bad the recession will be and how long it's going to go on. Um, but that, to my mind, is really the key here for the outlook for gold, where I remain positive, and the outlook for the industrial metals, and I include silver in that uh, in that category, as you know. Um, I think the outlook for them has got to be clouded until there is clarity on exactly when Mr. Powell is going to pause. For the time being, he's persisting in raising rates. At some point, he will pause, probably this year, but he has said he's not going to pivot uh, until next year at the earliest. Um, that, I think, is bad news for the industrial metals. And uh, probably a reflection of what we've seen here in terms of price activity, right? You've got copper hanging out in the middle. Speaking of clouded, I mean, $5 last year, $3 recently at 4 right now. It, uh, kind of what I was talking about before, sort of waiting for more direction while we've seen some intraday volatility, not a lot of conviction on the bigger picture. George, appreciate you joining us and sharing part of your Friday morning with us here on the TD Ameritrade Network. George Milling Stanley, Chief Gold Strategist at State Street Global Advisors.